This is the Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 355. For, for coaches, and in fact, for any service business, it's about figuring out what emotions your clients want to feel when they work with you. So it's not about the emotion that, that you as a coach might feel. This is a big mistake I see. People think it's about their emotions. It's not about you. It's about your clients. And it's about how they want to feel. It's not about how you want to make them feel because we can't make other people feel anything. It's about really understanding the client and what they want. That was Chantal Cornelius setting the stage for how we can powerfully use our emotions in our marketing to attract those clients that we do the best work with who get the most out of the experience of working with us. So join us as we dive into marketing through emotional connection. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hello and welcome to the show. It's wonderful to have you join us as we are moving into the fall. As we move into the fall, one of the things I think about is how am I wrapping up one year to really meet the goals that I set, end with a lot of flourish and excitement, and also set the stage for a very successful coming year. So as we are thinking about the year we're moving into, what is it that would really make this next year a stellar year for you, the best year yet? That's what I'm going to challenge you to think about. I actually have a special series coming up about that, and I'm going to encourage you to keep your ears open. I will be giving you more information about that. When we think about having a banner year, uh, closing out the year that we're in in the best way possible. One of the ways that we can be certain that we're doing that is by doing things that we love. And my guest today loves marketing. Now, I've worked with coaches for a long time as a coach instructor, as a mentor, uh, to help coaches build their businesses, build their skills. And I will tell you, that I am well aware that while coaches love to coach, they don't necessarily always love to market, which is why it is so satisfying to me to be able to bring a guest onto the show to give you a new perspective and help you perhaps look at marketing through a different lens that might make it that much easier for you, make your connection that much more powerful, make your ability to attract those people towards you that you really want to work with that much easier. And that's exactly what my guest today is going to do. Chantel Cornelius loves to market. She set up her business, Apple Tree Marketing, in the year 2000, and since then has helped hundreds of coaches, consultants, and speakers grow their businesses. She's written two books on how to market and grow successful businesses. 
and is working on her third book, which is much on the topic that we're going to talk about today, how emotional connections and how we build them with our clients really create our ability to stand out, attract the kinds of clients that we get great results working with who love to work with us. So Chantal has taken time away from, you know, riding her horses, walking her dogs, working in her garden to lean into what she does at Apple Tree Marketing to help us be better at marketing. We're going to go through five strategies that will help you be a better marketer and grow your business. So let's go to my interview with Chantal Cornelius. Chantal Cornelius, welcome to the Star Coach Show. I am delighted to have you here with us. Thank you, Meg. It's lovely to be here. So as we uh, met one another and we planned for the interview, we realized that we both want to help coaches stand out. We want to help coaches be able to bring their work into the world. That's why I do this show. That's why you do the work that you do. And you have come up with a a framework to look through, strategies to consider that help coaches think differently about how they are going to stand out from the crowd. And, and it's that concept of how do you want your clients to feel, which is just like when we started talking about it, I thought, wow, what a unique perspective. I'm so excited to have you come and, and have us dive into that. So Today, we're going to dive into these five strategies, what they are. Uh, we're going to really talk about the importance of connection and and looking at when have you seen this strategy work or what, you know, the, we're going to give some examples too, because yeah. people love stories and love examples. And so we've got some important work to do here together today. Yes, we have. I would love to kind of throw it to you in... When you're looking at these five strategies based on how we want our clients to feel, let's start with how did you come up with that? I I've been working, I've been I've been running my marketing company for about 23 years, and I somehow seem to seem to end up specializing in working with coaches. I love what they do. I've had lots of coaches over, over the years. But what I find is that so many coaches struggle to promote themselves. They struggle to stand out. Because it's a really competitive industry. There are thousands, hundreds of thousands, probably, of coaches around the world. And I found a lot of them were saying the same things about what makes them different. So it's very difficult for a potential client to go, oh, I want to work with you because you sound different. And I started looking into this and I realized that it's coaching is about building a relationship with your client. It's about having the right emotional connection with them. So I started doing some digging into the emotions that people feel. And it's not about the classic ones of feeling happy, sad, angry. It, it's a much it's a much deeper level than this. It's it's based really, it's based on on our hum, our basic human needs. So I've I've identified five strategies which are certainty, connection, contribution, growth and significance. And what it's about is 
for for coaches and in fact for any service business it's about figuring out what emotions your clients want to feel when they work with you so it's not about the emotion that that you as a coach might feel this is a big mistake i see people think it's about their emotions it's not about you it's about your clients and it's about how they want to feel it's not about how you want to make them feel because we can't make other people feel anything it's about really understanding the client and what they want that makes perfect sense and it's so in alignment with coaching because mm. coaching is client centered coaching is about keeping our presence and our focus and our awareness on the mm. other person not turning it all into Am I bringing value? Am I asking the right question? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, yeah. and am I being the coach that they want me to be? Well, mm-hmm. you know, when we're c- focused on them and, and responding to what they're offering and being in that partnership, that's really what coaching is about, which is why I absolutely lit up when we talked about this and I understood what it was that you were bringing forward. So yeah. you've identified these five different strategies for different emotions. And let's start with the first. Okay. Certainty is the easiest way to explain it is it's about being a safe pair of hands. It's about it's when clients want to feel safe. So while I'm not a coach, my my favorite example of certainty is actually me, because when I was first investigating, I've been researching this for about seven or eight years. And back then I had a young team of staff working with me in the business and they were really keen on social media it was really picking up in those days and they kept saying to me oh we should be on youtube we should be on twitter we should be promoting this and pushing this to our clients and i started saying to my clients well why do you actually work with us do you are you looking for massive growth are you looking for all these exciting marketing activities and the majority of them said we came to you chantal because you're a safe pair of hands when I'm working with my clients, I don't confuse them with all this newfangled technology. And there is even more of it out there now. I show them in simple language how to do their marketing. Some of them, I just tell them what to do. I don't say, what do you think you should do? I say, do this, this and this. So I make Because it- you are the expert that yes. they hired yes. to help them do this. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So I, I make it really simple and straightforward and practical. I am a safe pair of hands. So that's kind of the best way of, it, of explaining it. It's probably the least sexy and least exciting of the five. And for a lot of coaches, it's exactly what people want. If a client wants you as a coach to say, I will look after you no matter what, then that is a really good way to to promote yourself as a coach. Okay. So you're going to be, you know, we're going to be together in this. I'll have your back. We're going to help you get to where you want and you're not going to be alone. Those kinds of things are things that a a client who's looking for certainty would want to hear from the coach. Yes, exactly. It's about saying, I am with you on the journey. I will be next to you. I will be pulling you up the hill. I will be pushing you up the hill wherever you need me. I'm not going to set you off and say, right, get over there and then sit and watch you. I will be there with you all the way. Excellent. Great example. Great place to start. I think it's pretty sexy. So with that, (laughs) what follows certainty? The next one is, I want to should say at this point, is that most coaches will have one out of the five. It's not about trying to to fit all five into your business. It's about picking the one that resonates most with you and and, and then using that for, for promotion. The second one is connection. And this is about 
this is when clients will come and work with you because they know that you can connect them to other people that they need to know. I'm, again, it's not a coaching example, although there's a certain amount of coaching involved. I'm involved in an organization called the Professional Speaking Association in here in the UK, the PSA. And I know there are speaking associations all around the world. I've been their marketing director for the last few years. And when I started working with them, they were promoting themselves saying, oh, we have, we have lots of events and we can train you to be a speaker and we can help you get the gigs. Somebody said to me one day, I joined because I needed to learn how to speak I stay because of the people so we now promote the PSA on community connection it's it's we use words like family and tribe people join and then they get recommended to other people I've I've met some fabulous friends and and colleagues through the PSA I'm a member because I know I can go to anyone in the organization and say I need a bit of help or who can you recommend me to? I, I need a new accountant or a bookkeeper or, or, or all sorts. So the PSA really focuses on connecting the members to other members. It doesn't often come up with coaches. If there are any coaches listening to this who think connection is definitely my strategy, please get in touch because I'm, I'm writing a book about this. And I need examples of coaches where connection is, is your main strategy. And there aren't very many around. So If connection is your strategy, that's really cool because that means you as a coach can stand out even more. So it's about clients coming to you because they know that you can connect them to other people. Well, that is so interesting because in some ways, as you were talking about it, I thought, well, that's my strength as a coach. I I do this podcast to connect coaches with resources. I do my membership community to connect coaches with one another and to connect them with resources. So it was funny. And the other thing that I want everybody to really hear is that while we're walking through these, it's not that we're saying become an expert in every single one. Which one of these really resonates with you? Because when it resonates with you, when you say, oh my gosh, yes, Mm. I want to lean into safety and certainty with my clients. That's Mm. my strength. Or, you know, I'm all about growth. That's my strength then that's the thing. It's not that you necessarily have to become a contortionist in every discovery call you make. You are going to be a particular, you're going to offer something that's going to attract. Absolutely. And it's very much, if you're in a discovery call with a potential client, it's about listening to their language. So when you're saying to them, what do you want out of coaching? Listen to what they say. And if they're looking for certainty, they will say words like, safety, security, safe pair of hands, peace of mind. Whereas if they're looking for connection, they'll be they'll be using words like connection, collaboration, tribe, family. I'm putting together growing lists of these words and these these feelings that people express. So and it's definitely not about shoehorning ourselves. So when I was looking at this with my my young team, I thought our strategy was growth. And I kept trying to promote the business on we can help your business to grow. And that wasn't what the clients wanted. They knew us as a safe pair of hands. So it's very much about listening to what your clients want and fitting with them because then you attract more of them. Right. And um, yet it's I would say that trying to like if if somebody just isn't about connect, I mean, if that's not a strength for theirs, mm-hmm. then that's you're not going to try to make yourself fit into something that no. isn't you. No, exactly. There'll be another strategy that, that resonates more, definitely. 
Um, okay. So you, you have to be in my book, Meg, because, yeah, you are, particularly with this podcast, you're all about connection. So you're going in the book, I'm afraid. Sorry. Well, you know what? We will connect around that after the interview. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely. I would be honored. We'll be back to my interview right after this message. I talk with coaches every day who desperately want to be able to support themselves by coaching, and they're just not sure how to go about it. They have received hours of training on how to coach and then hit this huge barrier when stepping into the entrepreneurial space. The sad truth is the vast majority of coaches who try to build their own businesses fail. They fail because they don't know what to do to create a flourishing business. That is absolutely not okay with me. And it's not okay with my friend, Sue Shoning, CEO of Coach Automator. That's why we decided to partner together for this month of September and offer a free series, The Why, What, and How of Being a Wildly Successful Coach. We are determined to take away the confusion, the overwhelm, and the spin and replace it with a clear path forward so that you will understand the why and the what of enrolling clients and building that business. And yet we're going to give you the how, which is the piece that we think is often missing so that you will walk away from this free series with clarity about How do I create an ideal business that supports me and allows me to bring the impact that I want to into the world? So beginning this week, there's going to be a bonus Star Coach episode titled, Why Is It Critical to Have an Online Presence? We're going to follow that why with the what next week of another additional episode, a bonus Star Coach episode discover your marketing mojo. Then we ask you to save the date for a webinar that we're going to do with you to dive into the how. So save the date Friday, September 29th at noon central time, 1 p.m. Eastern time as we pull together the training series and give you the how. How am I going to go about doing this so that I can have the business that I want? We will set a clear path forward for you. We're going to explore the psychology of selling and provide you with tools on how you can walk this path to success and have your best year ever. So save the dates. And now let's get back to my interview. So let's talk about the third one. The third strategy is contribution. This is all about helping clients to become something, to become part of something bigger than just them. I work with quite a few charities and the charities that get their marketing right use contribution. If as a charity you say, "Make make a donation and you will save somebody's life. Yeah, okay. There's no emotional, there's no emotional connection there. If you say make a donation and you will save the life of somebody who 
could go on to become xyz you know you've, you've got to get the emotion into it and it's mm-hmm. about creating that feeling in the client of oh i'm part of something bigger it's not just give us some money i quite often when i'm working with charities i don't give them money i give them my time and i show them how to do their marketing and that for me is a contribution right the charities that that get it right talk about become some part of something bigger we have a we have a charity here in the uk called macmillan and they support they're only in the uk they support people who have cancer a very good friend of mine was diagnosed with bowel cancer about a year ago oh that's terrible i'm sorry and she's fine she's all good she's it has been absolutely amazing but macmillan every year have an event called coffee morning and we run events all over the country and they are really supportive. So we, we, when I heard that my friend had cancer, I kind of said, right, let's do a coffee morning. It was at the right time of year. They, they always run it at the same time of year. And we, we ran a coffee morning and I, I have a really supportive group of friends in, in my village here. People baked cakes and cookies and gave donations. They turned up on the day. We, we, we booked our, our local hall and, loads of people just came and sat on a Saturday morning and ate cake and drank coffee and chatted and we raised a lot of money it was fabulous and it was because people felt part of something so rather than me just saying oh just would you make a donation people came and were part of the community and what amazed me is that I'd I'd been advised not to make a charge for you know two pounds for a cup of coffee two pounds for a cake I said give what you'd like to give and there were people giving £10 for a cup of coffee and a slice of cake. It was phenomenal. So we're doing it again this year, even though Sue has, has gone through the cancer and, and she's clear, we're doing it again. And Macmillan are already, it, the event will be in two months' time, and they're already contacting me saying, be part of the community. Facebook group, they, they send out fun promotional bits and pieces. So it's about, that's contribution. It's about being part of something bigger than just yourself. And it does work for coaches as well. I have met some coaches for whom contribution is a is their main strategy. My friend Amy in in the UK, she has a podcast that is is called the it's called All About Why. You know, what's your why? What's your purpose? And she helps people to figure out their purpose. And it's all about contribution for her. So that's a lovely one. That is that's a beautiful example. And it was interesting because as you were talking, I thought about a client that I have that is a young shining star in a male-dominated organization. And as we've been working together, it's become clearer to her that she wants to make a contribution to the to women in fields of technology. But I don't know that that's exactly what drew her to coaching originally. Mm. But as she's been growing and and sort of growing in confidence and her abilities, that's become a theme that's come through. Now, I don't know if that's, you know, really in alignment with with what you're saying. But I will say that I recognize that need for contribution coming up within her as she's looked at that really women have to kind of fight for a seat at the table in many of these industries. Uh, and that she wants to be a, an example for and and to kind of lead a path forward. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that sort of is in alignment with this concept of contribution. 
I think in her case, I think it probably is because if if contribution is a really strong driver for her, that will come out in the work that she does, and she will probably attract people to her that want that want the same thing. So you know, certainty in a lot of a lot of cases in 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 my life is is really important to me, which is probably why I attract clients who want certainty. And my friend Amy is her life is all about contribution, and that has attracted people to her. So yeah, I I'd say for 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 your client, I think contribution probably is there is a lovely alignment there, definitely. definitely. Okay, that came up for me. Now I think the next one is growth. It is indeed. Yes, well done. You'll know them all off by heart fairly soon. Growth is about, it's about helping clients to grow, which could be personally or it could be in their business. It could be both. My favorite example is my own coach, Ian. Ian is a Paralympic judo medalist. He has virtually no eyesight and he's phenomenal. Watching him doing judo, watching him speaking on stage, it's it's amazing. And when I first started working with Ian about five or six years ago now, I was looking to grow my business. So I said, Ian, I need growth. And he was like, yep, right, we can do this. Ian had Ian didn't know about these strategies back then because I hadn't told him about them. But but I've, I've realized over the years that he is all about growth and that's what he uses to promote himself. So I was saying to him, I, I need to grow my business. And we looked at growth strategies. We looked at more marketing that I could do and sales. And he got me much braver in picking up the phone and making sales calls. And we have a conversation every month. One month, five years ago, I phoned him for my call and he said, how are you? And I said, my mum's just died. And she had, she died very suddenly. We had about four days notice from when she went into the hospital when she so died. And, and Ian switched from business growth mode to personal and he got me through the next six months it was a really tough time for me and he was there all the way through and he was amazing and he gave me some amazing coping strategies you know I could tell him anything I would throw all sorts at him and back then Ian was quite new to coaching and I think I challenged him every month and he he found ways through it he was phenomenal and he got me through that. And then we went back to business growth. And then two years later, my dad died even more suddenly. Heart attack. Boom. Gone. Oh, um, my. I'm like, Ian, my dad's just died. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing about it now. But he was, he, right. was, he was amazing. He was absolutely amazing. And so coaches for whom growth is a strategy need to be aware that it could be business growth. It could be personal. It's probably going to be both. Because what I found particularly for me and a lot of Ian's other clients is we need to sort ourselves out personally before we can sort our businesses out. You know, if you run your own business as a coach uh, or a marketing consultant, you need to be okay yourself. So coaches for whom growth is the main strategy need to be aware that even if a client comes to you and says, I want help with growing my business, they are probably going to need some personal help as well. We do Um, tend to be whole beings. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And anyone who I have seen this in coaching, I get it a lot in my business. People come to me and say, "I, I need a new website or I need to go networking. I need to learn how to speak. And actually, that's not the main challenge. What they really need is new clients. And the same happens with coaching. So a client might come to a coach saying, I need to work on this, whereas actually it's that that needs to be sorted out first. So 
if growth is your strategy, clients will come to you saying, I want to grow my business, I want to grow and develop myself. They will use words like they'll say, I, I want to feel more empowered. I want to feel more excited about my life. I want more, more clarity and more direction. I want to feel motivated. And as the coach, it's the coach's job to motivate and inspire them and, and shove them up the hill. It really, you know, set them, set them off up the hill, not necessarily be holding their hand going up the hill. That's certainty coaches. It's kind of, it's actually probably being at the top shouting, come on, you can do it. Come on. <laughs> Go on. That way. Yeah, encouraging them up the hill. So what's also interesting though about what you said about Ian is that it sounds almost as though he was able to shift into definitely personal growth, but also mm-hmm. a little bit of certainty because you needed a safe, supportive environment in the face yeah. of your grief. Yeah, definitely. A lot of the time, even though I said every every coach, every business will have one main strategy, you might have a second one. And growth is often followed up with certainty. Certainty sometimes gets followed up with growth. So some of them do work work nicely hand in hand, but there is always one that is the main strategy with a, with a secondary. It's always about, particularly with coaching, it's about listening to what your clients say and what they need in that session. You can't, as a coach, you can't go into a session with the client saying, right, we said last time we were going to work on your business growth because if the client's going, yeah, but my mum's just died. Right. Yes, but we have to work on business growth. No, my mum's just died. I need a safe pair of hands. So, yeah, definitely. It's about that listening, about having right. that, that connection with, with the client. And that's why I keep saying this to, to coaches. It's not about you. It's about them. It's about what the client wants and how they need to feel. Love that. Love that. And love that even as a, a non-coach, you are saying, you know, you don't start a session with this is what we're working on. We start a session with what are you bringing to the you table? Are. And that is so spot on. So thank you for that. And drum roll, please. Our fifth strategy is significance. This is one of my favorites. I love significance. Significance is about helping your clients to stand out, stand up, speak up, be heard, have more impact. I earlier today, I spent some time with with a lovely client, Susan, who is a she's kind of an impact and presence coach. She's actually helping me with my stage presence. So when I'm when I'm speaking professionally and Susan is all about significance. She works with a lot of people, particularly women who will be hiding Oh, I'm not I'm not very good. Oh, am I good enough? Oh, could, could I speak up? It's not always about being on stage. It might be it might be somebody in a board meeting. It might be a woman wanting to ask for a promotion. It might be somebody young in an organization who wants to put their hand up and go, you know what? I'm good at this. Give me a pay rise. So it's about feeling empowered, inspired. There's some crossover here with growth, but it's about having impact. It's about having your voice heard and having the bravery to stand up and go, oi, look at me. And be significant. Love that. Love that. So those are some of some of the things that you hear. Now let's so I'm I'm seeing sort of a okay, but what if? So I'm uh, in that let's say a client believe or a coach who's listening believes that they really are about growth, let's say. Um And yet they're in a discovery call with somebody who sounds strongly like they're into significance. Mm. Um, and the coach believes I can coach this person in that way. Are 
I guess what I'm I'm asking you is how do you I know how we lean into this, but if mm. there isn't a match, what do we do about it? Walk away. It's it's and it's an awful and I did this an awful lot and when I was when I was first in business, I took every piece of work, every job that came my way, thinking, oh, I can do that. And you end up working with clients who are not ideal, who don't love what you do, who don't respect you, for whom you don't do your best work. It's it, But you've got to be brave, particularly if you're new to coaching and you're still building up your practice. If, if you're brand new to it and you're not sure what your strategy is, I'd say, yeah, go with it. See how you Sometimes feel. that's how we figure out what our strategy is. Exactly. I often yeah. say, don't yeah. pick your niche before you've coach lots of different people in lots of different arenas to figure out what really lights you up exactly make make a few mistakes but yet it's about it's about what lights you up and and it's about thinking about the clients where there's a really good match where you feel that you do your best work with them where they go oh that was amazing thank you so much you've changed my life or you've been a big help clients who go well that was okay they probably are after something different. There isn't as much of a match. So it may be that those clients, when you're new to coaching, you work with them for a few months, you do what you can, you let them go. If there is a massive mismatch and you are dead sure that your strategy is, let's say, growth, and somebody's coming on going, I just need a safe pair of hands, then if you're a coach listening to this, then I would talk to Meg and ask her for a recommendation for another coach who can help with certainty. Yeah, don't take on work that is not is not suitable for you because you'll end up doing a not very good job. That client will go away unhappy. They won't recommend you to other people. In fact, they'll probably go, don't go and work with them because they didn't they didn't help me. So you gotta be brave and walk away sometime. And and that is, I mean, remember those discovery calls are two way streets. Mm. Is the are you a match for the client, and is the client a match for you? And we want to create raving fans who are willing to say, "Oh, I couldn't have couldn't have gotten where I did without my coach." And here's my yeah, coach's absolutely. name. Absolutely, yeah. And and clients who, when you get that match, they will pay you whatever you want to charge without questioning it, without. Without, without, yeah, without saying, oh, can I have a discount? Or they, and they, they don't come back and say, oh, can I have a refund because it didn't work? Okay. So it is, how would you recommend that coaches begin to get clear about where they really settle in, in um, these different strategies? What, what arises for them? It's about listening out for the language that your clients use the the clients that you're getting good results with like yes. is that yeah. any any and yeah yeah the, the good clients so if for instance at the end of a coaching session you could say to your client how do you feel at the end of the session how do you feel about working with me and if they say oh i feel really safe certainty oh i love the way you 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 connect me to the people i need to know connection you empower me. Growth. So it's about it's about list, listening out for these. I have a list of the words. There's a test on my website that, that I can give you the link in a bit where people can go and they can they can see all the words. And I've split them into into the, the, the five strategies because I'm I'm working out what words to be listening out for 
Um, and that's and that that's the best way. But yeah, it's it's just about it's about asking your clients how do you feel when you work with me. So let's talk about your clients and what a difference these strategies have made in the lives of the coaching clients that you work with to build their their practices to connect with more clients. How how is this working? It's working fabulously. I, I I regularly have clients having light bulb moments because they come to me saying, I don't know how to stand out. I don't know what makes me different. They've tried saying, I help you get from where you are to where you want to be. And that's what everybody says. So I, I talk them through the strategies and I listen to the language they're using. And usually by the time I've taught them through the five, usually they've got, oh, it's this one. And because there is usually one that, that that resonates, so we then ex- we then explore it and make sure that that it is a, a good fit. I started working with Susan, who I mentioned earlier, um, the impact coach. Started working with her a year ago, and I talked her through the five, and she went significance absolutely. And but what she what she was doing in her marketing is she was saying, "I help you to make an impact through your communication," but it wasn't strong enough. So we've changed the language. We we talk about how her clients feel that they are heard. They feel that they are seen and heard. They they have the bravery, the courage to stand up and, and to speak out. And the clients and the work that she's getting, she's she's getting, she was saying to me earlier today, she's getting regular work from clients because they know that every time she goes and delivers a, a workshop or, or, or gives a talk, they know that they will get that level of of lifting their lifting their spirits, lifting their impact to help them make more of an impact. So, yeah, every time I do this with a client, it, it's wonderful. We, I see the light bulbs going off, and they go, "Oh, oh, okay, that's that's better." What a lot of clients, a lot of coaches will do is they try to promote themselves to everyone. They'll spread themselves really thinly and they go, oh, I can do this and this and this and I can work with all of these different people. When they work out their standout strategy, they focus their marketing. And it does mean that you have to walk away from a lot of clients or a lot of potential clients. But the ones that you then attract are the absolutely perfect ones. So, yeah, much more focused marketing. It actually makes marketing easier because if you're trying to promote yourself to everybody on the planet, it's very messy and clumsy and expensive. Whereas if you go, I only work with people who want to make an impact in their organization, much easier to do marketing, much simpler. Well, and it sort of fine tunes the message that you're sharing. Mm-hmm. And you do want to work with people who resonate with your message because yeah. that's going to, you know, all that alignment is going to create results and and make yes. you feel confident about what you're doing and your clients feel great about the results they're getting. So it ends up being a win-win-win. The reality is we don't have the time on our schedules to coach everybody in the world anyway. Yes. So even as we narrow down our focus, there's undoubtedly enough within that to keep several coaches uh, schedules full. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. All right. So as we're wrapping up our time together today, and I loved your strategies and, and it just, I was thinking of different coaches. I was thinking about myself and different clients. Is there anything that we left on the table that's important for us to, to zero in on as we are beginning to wrap up? I think what is What's really important, I have already said this, but it's so important I'm going to say it again. It's not about 
it's not about us. It's about our clients. Too many coaches try to promote themselves based on how they want to feel. And it's not about us. It's about our clients. It's about how they want to feel. And remember, I said, we can't make anybody feel anything. So if I thought my strategy was growth and I wanted my potential clients to want growth, I I can't make them feel that. So when I realized that my clients wanted certainty, I just went, oh, okay, certainty. Completely changed my marketing messages. And hey, presto, the clients started flooding in. So yeah, listen, listen to them, really focus on, really focus on clients. And that will help to build the relationships, build the build the emotional connections with them. Well, and I also get a sense there, you didn't actually say this, but the sense that I get is you're exuding something or your clients are picking up on something from you because you had a business that you thought you were doing one thing for your client, but your clients as a whole kept saying, no, you're my safe hands. You're my safe place. You're the person I trust. And you were like, yeah, but I'm helping you. No, this is, so there was obviously something within you that Mm. was already sort of giving those, those feelers out that people were picking up on even before you realized that that's what you were absolutely yeah and that's why it's so important to listen to them because I was sitting here thinking it's all about growth people love marketing no most people hate marketing they they don't understand it and what my client showed me was that I simplify marketing for them I make it down to earth easy practical I take my love of marketing and go well here are the three things that you can do tomorrow to make a difference and and so I I learned a massive amount. I learned how to do my marketing from my clients. Wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> well, and yeah. and it creates that safe place for them, and they're going to grow through that. So it's not like the other things aren't going to happen. It's just huh. the way that you're approaching your marketing. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, so, so good. So if people want to learn more, I'm going to have links in the show notes for them to be able to connect with you. You had mentioned that on your website, you have Mm. a test. Yes. If you go to ChantalCornelius.com, I'm not going to spell it out because Meg's going to put it in the show notes, but ChantalCornelius.com is my, my, my website. On the homepage, there is a big button that says, take the test. And if you click that, you will then see five columns with a whole load of words in them and they are the words that go with the fire strategies go through them tick as many of the words tick all the words that your clients say to you when you are working with them so when you say to them mr mrs client how do you feel when you work with me those words that you hear tick tick them hit submit that will ping a well for for start that that will give you the those will give you the words to to be listening out for hit submit, that will ping me an email and I will then send out a report that says, this is your key strategy. This is how you use it in your marketing. Wow, what a lovely gift. That's cool, isn't it? Uh, Before you submit, I would take a screenshot of that screen because then then you've got the- All those words. You've got them there. Um, At some point, I will probably add a download to the website that is just the list of words. But- you need to kind of tick them all and click submit because then I can tell you which is which is your strategy. And you can you can try and guess which is yours and I'll send you the report and, and tell you which one it is. But the report will also tell you, you know, some marketing activities that you could do because there are specific marketing tools that work pr- really well for the different strategies. So I can identify those for you as well. 
What a lovely, lovely thing. Thank you for that. And thank you for your time and energy in sharing these strategies that I just want to to point out to everybody who's listening. It was over the course of time that you got clearer and clearer about this methodology, these strategies, mm-hmm. this, yeah. and, and both because it impacted you and because it was impacting the clients that you work with. Yeah. And that's, that's what I think, you know, all my shows around, what's your methodology? What do you believe in? What do you know to be true? These things take time sometimes to fine tune and bring forward. And now this is your thing. This is yep. what you know to be true and what you share with people. And it really resonates with the clients you work with. Mm-hmm. And this is, so this is a like a bonus of that. This shows an example of getting clear about your methodology. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the, be- the best example I have of using this and making a difference is my own business because it completely transformed my business and, and, and how it was working. So, well, love it. Well, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. So there you go. More wonderful information from one of the delightful guests of the Star Coach Show. Thank you, Chantal Cornelius, for bringing your expertise forward. I went on to her site, completed her task. Great words, great words that make you think deeply about what are my clients walking away with from their sessions with me, the work that we do together. And how how am I being most impactful? I just think that that was uh, just taking the test was helpful. Uh, and I look forward to getting my report. So to connect with Chantal and explore what she's offering, go to starcoachshow.com slash 355, starcoachshow.com slash 355, and take advantage of the links in the show notes. My conversation with her continues in our Star Coach community. If you have yet to explore the community, I really invite you to do so. We do some phenomenal things in the community. It is the lowest cost way that I'm aware of for you to connect with the kinds of guests that we have in the community where you can rub elbows with them and get answers to your questions. It's also the lowest cost way to get direct Q&A with me and connection with me, uh, let alone the community itself, the Pearls of Wisdom Library, the plethora of resources that we have available. If you have yet to check into the Star Coach community, you're missing out. So check the link for that also at starcoachshow.com slash 355. I'm excited to invite you back next week as I am introducing you to Jen Benninger, and we're going to be talking about the four voices that impact your life and your business. So until next week, this is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your coaching success. Don't forget that we've got a bonus episode this week. Tune in and subscribe wherever you listen so that you never miss a bonus episode that's going to pop into your feed. Have a great week. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others.